Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. What a great show we have for you today. And following uh, uh, Dougal is absolutely incredible to do. Hey, I'm the host, uh, Dr. Pat. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And a little shout-out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. Hi, Pat. How are you today? I'm doing fabulous. Good, good to hear. Well. Right on. So, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about today is growing more beautiful. And, uh, and, and I, and I want to just talk about that for a minute because we've got, you know, an amazing, uh, expert joining us here today and also the author of a fabulous book. Uh, growing more beautiful. When I hear that, I, I think of so many different things. I mean, you can't help Benny think about what we're sort of seeing in our pop culture, for example, and what they define as beauty. Um, but I also I look at some of the, the new definitions of beauty. You know, what beauty is, how people look at that, how people look at themselves. And so today, you all are going to get to meet Jennifer Robbins. She's joining us here today, and she is the author of Growing More Beautiful, An Artful Approach to Personal Style. But this is really a bigger conversation than that. And so Growing More Beautiful is a creative, it's a stylish resource, it's a book to help you with your your own personality, what your look is like. But it's more important than that because I don't know how many times each of us have gone to, you know, look at how we look. And before we can actually see what makes sense to us, we're already just glommed down with all of the things we don't like about ourselves. You know, we don't like this. We don't like that. That shirt's never going to fit us right. We've gained too much weight. We've lost too much weight. It isn't going to look well enough. And so we have right now, you know, an epidemic, so to speak, especially with, with our younger folks, about what it means to look great, but also what it means if you don't look great. And so we're going to have a conversation that is fun, that's going to talk about what it is we wear, how we go from the cooler weather to the warmer weather, although I think in the Pacific Northwest, except for this winter, you pretty much kind of stay in the same clothes all year round. Uh, but more importantly, you, you know, what does beautiful really mean? And so joining me here today uh, is someone that knows a lot about it. For over 25 years, Jennifer Robin has gone behind the scenes of women's lives into their closets, their makeup drawers, uh-oh, their dressing rooms, <laughs> a makeup drawer. I'm like, makeup drawers. You know, notice we don't have one. We have, like, a, you know, many of them. And, you know, honestly, how much makeup can we keep and how long can we keep it? But she is the owner of an image uh, consulting from uh, Close Your Spirit, and she has worked with hundreds of women. So this is a bigger conversation. We're also going to get some really cool tips from Jennifer about what to wear, what not to wear, but more important, how to step into beauty. That's a conversation that we need right now, each and every one of us. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining the show today. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It sounds like we're going to just get right into it. I'm excited. 
we're going to get right into it. I want to start with the word beauty. And, uh, and, and, you know, and, and, and the book is, says growing more beautiful. You know, when we, when we say growing, usually we don't have beautiful in the same sense, right? Not in this culture anyway. I mean, we don't seem to honor the aging process, especially for women. And so growing more beautiful is very difficult for people to, to really wrap their minds around, yet this is the title of, of this incredible book. Well, I believe that growing more beautiful is a natural part of life. It's a natural part of life's experiences, and when we tune in, we really feel that. As we go through life, we gain more confidence, we understand more about who we are and our, our place here in life, and there's this disconnect that, oh, but at the same time, your looks are fading, they're going away, you're becoming invisible, you're not as attractive, and that, in fact, is not true. It's another way of seeing so that you can embrace all that you're becoming and show that on the outside. So what do you think about what our pop culture does in this country? Let's talk about that for a minute. Well, you know, it's, it's devastating to women and men of every age. Um, we have these images of the most unrealistic forms of beauty, you know, extremely thin, extremely toned, highly maintained, airbrushed, and we're not even conscious anymore of how that is unlike what life is really like. It's just if we open a magazine, we turn on the television, there it is. It's in our face. It's become such a part of our subconscious that we don't even question it anymore. And and I, I say sometimes, you know, we, we, if we stand in front of our own mirrors, we're hardly even looking at ourselves. We're peeking through our fingers. We're barely seeing ourselves because... We don't want to look because we know we're not going to look like the images that are all around us. So what do you think it is that we face as our greatest challenges, both women and then men? You know, what, what is it that goes on with us in terms of in, how to, first of all, acknowledge that we can grow into beauty, and secondly, then how to show that out. You know, how to, you know what I'm trying to say, show yes, off yes. ourselves a little bit on the outside, well, right? One of the, one of the now, wonderful I, things. I'm not going to wear six-inch he heels. Right. So we're, well, one, you know. one of the wonderful things about our lives is that we get dressed every day, and we have this opportunity to be creative and to express ourselves. You know, we, it's not like we, have, we went around naked and then have to find some way to do that. We have that opportunity every day with our clothes. And, you know, Growing More Beautiful, my book, is a very uh, practical and gentle way to walk you through really that process of something that we do every day. How can you make your appearance, how can you make your clothes, your makeup, your hair, feel more in sync with who you are? And we don't have to, like, armor ourselves and say, okay, I'm going to deal with pop culture. We just have to engage ourselves in creativity and finding a way that we can bring ourselves into this picture, into this conversation, in a way that's really fun and, and feels good. And that's the great thing about art and creativity. It's right there waiting to help us with this bigger picture of the pop culture and what it's done to our psyches. Well, I have to say something before we even jump into this. I have to I have to say, I get a lot of books across my desk, Jennifer. I don't know if you know that, but, you know, one of the the most incredible companies that has sent the most incredible authors and, and, you know, experts in the field of human potential has been Boots Media. 
And one of the things I want to say is every time we get a book from them, it goes to the top of the list. Wow. But I'll we tell got them. your book, and here's what happened. Everyone looked. As a matter of fact, I, I had to find this book to get ready to, for the show <laughs> because everybody in the office was looking at this book because it is not like anyone expected. So I want to talk about the book itself before we jump into this. Okay, sure. It's, there's quite it's a story a behind this book, as you can imagine. Yeah. It's a work of art. Well, if, the story is is that as I was working on this book, I was in my 40s, and I'm thinking, I've really hit on something here. This is really going to help women who are in this generation have a different sense of themselves. And it's also going to help the younger women who are feeling so out of the, the mainstream. So I, I put together my book proposal and, and knew this was going to be, you know, something important, but I could not get a serious publisher to really look at it. And that's because the message is so new. It's so basic. It's so it, it, it touched your office just like it touches women everywhere because it just it feels right. We understand that it is natural to really want to grow more beautiful and to be ourselves, to not be concerned about uh, what's the, you know, how to look the thinnest possible, how not to look old. That, that's, not a, that's, that's shrinking, and we don't want to shrink. We want to grow into ourselves. So, so I kept working on this book, and um, uh, my husband and I ended up self-publishing it. So we are quite the little engine that could to have this book make it onto your desk. You can imagine when you don't have a major publisher behind you how much different it is to to reach out to the public, it's especially with a new idea. So I want to just let everyone know, all of you out there, this is going to be not only a powerful message to all of you, but for those of you that are like me that, you know, it likes to touch things but also likes to see things, um, the pictures in this book are captivating. And I want to start off at the beginning uh, as we kind of work our way through personal style. You know, you start right in the beginning and you talk about blossoming. Right, the blossom yes, and what that means. And, uh, you know, if you live where I am, everything's starting to turn pink. Mm -hmm. And I looked at this first picture, and I thought, this is beautiful. This is what's happening here. Mm -hmm. How do we as, as women get to follow this season and blossom as well? Well, that's why there's so much of that imagery in the book. And I, and I wanted, as you turned each page, for you to have the sensation of what it's like to look at beauty. I don't want you to look at a makeover because what that makes you feel like is, oh, I'm not that, and you know what? I don't really want to be that, but I don't want to be where I am. It puts you back into this negative loop. But when you look at beauty, whether it's art or a blossoming tree around you or another beautiful woman or a child, your heart opens, your, your face softens. All these things happen that show you the path that you need to be following, not the one that makes you shrink and feel badly about yourself, but the one that makes your heart open and that makes, and I, I believe that any kind of looking at something beautiful, anytime you pick up a crayon or some kind of a paintbrush, all those things soften your face, they soften your psyche, they allow more beauty to come in. It's true. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, you know, someone would ask the question, how can we grow more beautiful now, given what people see around around mm -hmm. the globe? We're going to talk to you about that when we come back, because you must get asked that question all the time. That's what the book's about. 
<laughs> I want to tell everybody we actually have a copy of the book to give away. Growing More Beautiful, An Artful Approach to Personal Style. So personal style, this is something I can't wait to talk about when we come back from, from break. You know, because it's, it's kind of a, a little joke amongst my friends and I, Jennifer. It's like, you know, if I could dress in anything, what would that be? And that's an interesting question. And then the next question comes, well, why don't you? And I think women around the globe ask themselves this question. And so then we start to compromise in a world that we absolutely have no knowledge about how to, yeah, where to go and how to compromise around personal style. So we're going to talk with Jennifer Robin about this when we come back. As I said before, we've got a copy of this fabulous book uh, to give you growing more beautiful. When we come back, we're going to talk about personal style. What is it? You know, is it true that every one of us listening to the show can have a personal style? Is that something that can happen? Or are there certain constraints around it? Well, I've got the woman that can tell us. <laughs> Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Every day is so wonderful and suddenly it's hard to breathe. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness this begins. There are 86,400 precious seconds in a day. How are you spending yours? Celebrating a decade of teaching bioenergy medicine, Earthwalk Institute of Healing Arts in Bellevue, Washington offers fascinating, life-changing programs. Delve into the theory and practice of bioenergy healing, a profound complementary medicine in integrating ancient wisdom and modern science. Study energy Chakras, biofields, high sense perception, vibrational medicine, essential oils, and more. Each moment counts on your Earthwalk. Is it your time to thrive as a healer? Please visit earthwalkschool.com or 425-289-0152. That's earthwalkschool.com or 425-289-0152. Are you tired of using skincare products full of unpronounceable chemicals? Eat ramen by candlelight to support your expensive candle burning habits? Well, come on down to Scenic Supplies. We have everything you need to make your own soap, candles, creams, and much more. We're open from 10 to 6, seven days a week. Come explore our store at corner of 63rd and Roosevelt, just north of the U District in Seattle. Call us at 206 525 7997. Find recipes and more at ZenithSupplies.com. Is Egypt calling you? Are you dreaming of taking a spiritual pilgrimage to one of the most magical destinations on the planet? Being in Egypt immerses you in the realm of infinite possibilities. The veils are thinner, your connection to your full potential more accessible, and your heart opens more easily. Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, exploring the sacred temples in exclusive visits, and cruising down the Nile on a luxurious sailing yacht. If you're interested in travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman, author of The Temples of Light for a Spiritual and Healing Journey to Egypt this November. Call for more information, 
866-903-6463. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And for more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. For more information about my very special guest today, Jennifer Robin, I want to make sure that you have the website to go to because then you, you know, you're going to get a sneak preview if you go to this website. You're going to get a sneak preview about what I'm talking about. And uh, Growing More Beautiful is the book. The website, of course, is growingmorebeautiful.com. You know, Check it out. One of the things you're going to see is exactly what I'm talking about. There's a gallery there that you can see the pictures that are in the book. But, you know, the book is An Artful Approach to Personal Style. And I love that, that, that this is a conversation about beauty and art and about who we are, how we feel, and how to really love ourselves in the process. Jennifer, you know, I, I wanted to uh, talk with you about that because – you know, sometimes fashion, and I'll just call it that, fashion and what we think is fashion and what we think looks good on us, sometimes that world that we enter could be cruel, meaning that we go to so extremes to really look good and yet most of the time do not feel good about trying to look good. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's a frustration that faces women everywhere. So let's talk about personal style for a minute and what does that mean? Because I was kind of joking during, during the break about myself. You know, I remember growing up and I never really paid much attention to what I thought I should wear or how I should look until I really got immersed in the corporate world. And then we all started, then we all looked alike. So I think that as women, we're, we're really looking to find out what that personal style is that not only feeds us on the outside, but feeds us on the inside. How do we do that? Well, it's such a natural longing. It's, why, it's how we go through, through our days is hoping that people will see us for who we are. And that, that's, you know, that's a very strong motivator. And then we have this, this thing that we have to do, which is put clothes on our body and go out into the world and try to stay warm and comfortable and dry or cool or whatever it is. You know, the elements are very real. We've got to pick up our kids at school and, and go to a meeting and rush home and all these things that happen in our busy day. It's a very interesting, complex uh, aspect of, of our beingness. And from the fact that, you know, in the spring the wind picks up in the afternoon and we need that sweater. You know, all those things that, that keep us comfortable also can be used to reflect who we are. And, and I think one of the words you said that is so important is process, is that, is that starting to reclaim who you are and how beautiful you are doesn't happen in one second. You don't just say, oh, I've seen the light and now I'll never be critical again. It's a process of learning to see in a new way. And that's really what an artful approach means, is that an artist sees beauty in many different kinds of ways. And I want to guide you in this daily uh, act of getting dressed to a more artful way of looking and seeing. And that, and that starts to really transform the way you go about this, this thing that we do every day. So, you know, when, we, when we're thinking about personal style, 
where do where do you start? What do you help people look at specifically? Well, I, I think you know, I I just sitting here in my office. Look, I have a rolling rack of clothes, and I'm looking at all the bright patterns and and colors that I have that are so they're they're very these are my clothes. I'm in my office. They're very me, and there's many different aspects that have that have gone into these particular clothes. Uh, there's color, there's shape, there's texture, and then there's this, this sort of magical alchemy of what makes personal style personal, what makes it right for you. And it's a, it's something to be curious about. It's something to explore. It's something to, to, to really dive into if it, if you're, if it appeals to you. And I, I'm gonna walk you right through every step of the way from, from how do you view your body and your body image and understanding a little bit more your, about your shape to color to language. There's a lot that goes into this if you really consider it something worth engaging in and being and having fun with. It's, it's a not a, it's, it's a very welcoming sort of, um, uh, like you said, process. And, and we have to do something to go against what you said is the cruelty, the harshness, the, the criticalness, that kind of stuff. I mean, we don't have time for that anymore. We don't have the energy and time to have that stripped, the, the enjoyment from this stripped away from us. No. Well, and this is really the conversation I think that so many people have. You, you know, we, we hear the color of the year now is purple. Everybody wore purple. And what if you're somebody that looks at purple and says, you've got to be kidding? Well, color um, is so personal, and you don't have to have anybody tell you anything about what you like. That's really the basis for developing personal stuff. What do you like? What do you like to look at? What do you feel good in? What are the colors that attract you, that make you smile, make you feel that warm resonance, the glow inside of you? And if someone says purple and you say no, then uh, of course that's not right for you. I think here's the thing, Pat, is that let's get over the idea that the makeover police are around the corner waiting to pounce on you because you're not wearing purple. I mean, I think that the television culture has really gotten us to feel like the makeover police are right are right there, right there ready to, to find fault. And, and uh, you know, they're not in my neighborhood, so I, I think we worry too much about that. What are the things that you find are most challenging for people in the work that you do? I know you're working with hundreds of women. Uh, is there a common theme, or, or are we really all really different? Oh, it has to be body image. Um, you know, I, ah. everyone is so critical of, of how their body, everybody, everyone is so critical of their body. And what happens is they end up buying clothes that don't really fit properly because they're trying to camouflage what they're not happy about. And when I meet people, I think, what? I, I don't understand. <laughs> What's going on here? And then when I help them pick uh, out something that fits, it's like all the parts line up. Everything is in, you know, more in proportion, in perspective. And it's like then the women get the glimpse of, oh, oh, you know, with these properly fitted pants, uh, my hips are not gargantuan. My thighs do not take over the world. Uh, I see now how one part is in relationship to the rest. And, and it's, it, it's a real, it's a real leap. We, I think in some ways we don't want to hate our bodies. We don't want to be so critical, but we don't have any other way to see because of the images that are around us and the fact that we buy clothes that often are the wrong size, the wrong shape. 
the wrong everything because we're trying to hide. That is the biggest. I'd say that's the biggest thing. And and the other the other issue that really that really gets women is is they're frustrated and they don't have enough time to do this and they feel like they should know how that it should be fun and it's not. They're busy doing other things and this is really a challenge for them. Well, you know, somebody said, somebody made a comment to me uh, not too long ago, and they said, you know, I think we've moved beyond the sweatpants generation, but we're still not, and especially women, it's so difficult to manage all of the things that that you have to manage and think about how you're going to look taking the kids to school. Exactly. You know, I have a, I have a chapter in the book that's about, your resources, which means your time and your money. And those things, they have to enter into the conversation early on. You have to see how are you going to do this? Are you, you know, where are you going to get the time and where are you going to get the money? And if you don't have that sort of set for yourself, you're going to be feeling uncomfortable about this. It's like going out to buy a car and you haven't decided on your budget. You, you don't really know uh, what you want until you buy a steering wheel and, a, and brakes and then you have no car to drive. That's really how we approach clothes. And, I, I you know, it, because we feel like clothes are extra in some way and we feel guilty about spending the money on them, it's, it's a very complex uh, issue in our lives. It's, and it's time we started talking about what are our, really our needs and what do we need to make this work for us and feel better about ourselves so that we don't... Well, just, okay. Well, let's talk about beautiful <laughs> and sexy because you talk about beautiful and sexy in the book. And, you know, I love that, you know, you, 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 you talk about that after you talk about like attracts like. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, sexy is not a pair of stilettos. Um, it's not a pair of tight jeans. Sexy is that place that you're at when you know what's attractive about yourself and you're able to project that in a way that's welcoming and warm and inviting. That's sexy. Let me tell you, that's what attracts uh, women to women, women, men to men to women. It's, it's, it's women to children, it's that warmth and a sense of knowing yourself and appreciating yourself and projecting that. And it's something that you can learn. It's not, you don't just, you know, we're not going to finish the show and people are going to say, wow, I get it. It's, a, it's an art form. It's a process just like anything else that's worth doing. Well, we're going to talk about this when we come back. I want to just tell everybody the book is Growing More Beautiful, uh, An Artful Approach to Personal Style. Jennifer Robin is my very special guest today. When we come back, we're actually going to be talking about, you know, how to really step it up a little bit. What is the best way to go from, especially now, go from cooler to warmer weather? Uh, and, you know, for a lot of people, that's what's going on, you know, across the globe. But, you know, you've known, you've noticed here that it's gotten a bit warmer. And then how can you take a look at what's out there Take a look at what's in your closet and figure out how to make this work. We're going to get some tips from somebody that knows a lot about it uh, when we come back. And when we come back, we're also going to, you know, be giving away a copy of the book, Growing More Beautiful. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Stay tuned. When we come back, get ready to take some notes. We'll be right back. I saw an angel of Adam Shaw. Action Way and Emerald Sea combined give your body the complete nutritional foundation nature intended. Hi, this is Paul Bland. Since I have been drinking Action Way and Emerald Sea on a daily basis, I've started building the nutritional foundation that nature intended. I am 57 and my blood pressure is 120 over 78. I've lost 20 pounds. I have more energy and I feel great. For more information on building a foundation of nutrition naturally, visit C, that's S-E-A, and earth.com. 
Welcome to Rubenesque Yoga. We offer yoga classes at retreats that focus on relaxation and rejuvenation. You do not need to be a marathon runner or bend like a pretzel to attend our classes. Rubenesque Yoga's retreats are held at the beautiful Wild Iris Inn located in Lacana, Washington, where you will enjoy a weekend of relaxation, yoga, and shopping. Please visit yogaforplussizes.com for more information. That's yogaforplussizes.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Hi, Katya here from Urban Wellness, your local herb shop, with your herbal tip of the week, mineral-rich teas. Make up a pot of mineral-rich herbs and sip through the day to boost hydration and your mineral intake. Some mineral-rich herbs include nettle leaf, raspberry, dandelion leaf, oat straw, alfalfa, and peppermint. Maximize the mineral content of your tea by steeping the herbs in hot water overnight. Minerals in this form can increase metabolism, alkalinity, and hydration. Thanks for tuning in to my Herbal Tip of the Week. Come see us at 103 Lake Street South in Kirkland, Washington, or online at urbanwellness.net. Meet Kevin. I was 60 pounds heavier than I am now. I was at 35% body fat. I was depressed. I was miserable. Then Kevin consulted Seattle nutritionist Bev Kinblade, who made some adjustments in his diet. It wasn't some fad diet. It was solid nutrition. My metabolism improved drastically. My energy shot up. My self-confidence, self-esteem. It was life-changing. Find out about a free 30-minute nutrition appointment with Bev Kinblade at seattlenutrition.com. seattlenutrition.com. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome back. I would love to give a copy of this book away, Mr. Benny, so I think we should open up the phones. What do you think? Sounds good, Pat. Go for it. 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. 1-800-930-2819. The book is Growing More Beautiful, An Artful Approach to Personal Style. Uh, joining me here today is the author, Jennifer Robin. Jennifer, thank you so much. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is really cool. We're going to get into some very specific things that people can do right now. Um, the weather is getting warmer, uh, and there are changes to be made. Uh, I was kind of joking at the beginning, but I wasn't really joking. When I moved to the Pacific Northwest, I learned this thing called layers, how to dress in layers, because, you you know, the days can change in a heartbeat, and the temperature can change, and it's completely not predictable. But I wanted to ask you this question. I mean, we're looking now, people are wondering, when do I actually change my wardrobe? How do I do it? How can I make a change and what can what can I use? Do I have to go out now, Jennifer, and shop for new clothes? Or how do I use what's in my closet and still find my own personal style? 
Well, isn't that the question, right? Yeah. <laughs> In a nutshell, you've got you've got it. You know, you've got it covered. Uh, let me let me say a few words about spring because, believe it or not, the transition from winter to spring is really our biggest challenge because we're starting to want to lighten up after all the heavy layers and colors, dark colors of winter, but it's still cold. And there's there's a wind that blows through San Francisco where I live in the afternoon. It is freezing. So one thing about about the seasons where you live is start to make note um, during the entire year when you do not have the right thing to wear. So, for example, September, October are our warmest months. They're probably yours, too. And suddenly, you know, it's, you're not, well, you don't want to wear a sweater, but it's always easier to take off and be, have a hot day than it is to have a cold day. So you really want to plan. And that means really year-round jackets what are, and cardigans and sweaters. And how can you layer in a way that is expressive? I always say the art is in the mix. So here's your chance if you're in a layering capital like we are. How can you wear these layers so that you are your own little work of art? It's, it's a fun, it's a fun project by mixing colors and textures and patterns and be always ever conscious of having that outer layer to protect you from the elements. So one of the things that I, I think is really cool to think about is uh, being able to have fun with the wardrobe and also, you know, being able to look in the closet and say, this, I, this. okay, let me ask a different question. <laughs> you know, which one Many of that? us have things in our closets, in our makeup drawers, you just name it, that honestly should find a new home. This seems to be the hardest thing to do. How do you help women get in there and figure out, you know what, I'm going to keep this one, but I'm getting rid of this one because this is a tough thing for us to do. Well, you know, pruning is a wonderful thing to do because pushing it, relinquish it is one, one thought, and the other, you know, less is more really is truly true in, in terms of your closet. If you get rid of the things that are, that are the chaff that you're not wearing that don't fit you, that you don't like, and you give them to someone that can make use of them, when you're down, when you've really pruned, it's a lot easier to put things together. I think when your eye glosses over all the stuff you can't wear, you're not as able to to mix and match like you want to do. It's, it's almost as, as an artist, if my palette is really dirty and I don't have fresh paint and I haven't cleaned my brushes, it's a lot harder to deal with the frustration of that and create a beautiful painting. Really need to weed, and I think this is a good time to... Get into the buddy system. There's two tips. One is, you know, to find a friend to work on this with that can give you a couple of hours to help you weed, and then you do the same. And then I have this really helpful, practical, inexpensive tip, which is a rolling rack. It's the kind of thing you put in your laundry room, two poles and a bar across, and that way you can take a little piece of your closet at a time, hang some things, pick out everything that's in navy blue or black, and just tackle a little bit at a time this whole you know, clean out your closet. You know, it's just you don't want it to be a, a monster on your to-do list. We don't have time for things like that anymore. Well, you know, we don't have time. Uh, you know, uh, and what we really do is sometimes we just keep adding things to the pile. Right. You know, you now, want to, you want to think about about how much more creative you can be when the junk is out of the way. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk about money. Because, you know, it's really interesting. We, we have, I don't know if you know this, but in my experience is that we have some of the most incredible, um, what do we call them anymore? We don't call them 
uh, recycled, let me just say uh-huh. that. Uh-huh, I know, know what you're, uh, yeah. Recycle places. I mean, we really do. Everything from shoes to accessories. You know, we have some of the most incredible places where, where you know, where I live. Yeah, and we do so, too. We have five in my in my town here in Petaluma, where <laughs> I live. A town of sixty five thousand people has five great consignment stores. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Is that a direction that people should go? Well, here's the thing, Pat. It's just like food and eating. You really need to buy what's going to satisfy you. Getting the best price is not the best or the most important thing. Um, I found last, uh, you know, if you, the department stores also have amazing sales. And it, you have to know what kind of shopper you are, where you like to shop, how you like to spend your time. But I'm just sitting, I'm sitting here as we're talking, looking at, I bought a, a leather jacket in a kind of a stone color on clearance last December, knowing it was going to be the perfect thing for spring here, worn with uh, some floral blouses and some colored layers. So for me, it's, it's, it depends on the kind of shopper. What, what is important is to know what you're going to need and what's going to satisfy you. And sometimes prowling through consignment stores is going to be frustrating because you're not going to find what you need. On the other hand, I love our stores. I go in if I'm looking for a little something, a little icing on the cake, or I just want to shop for fun. I just want to go play. That's where I head. So it's important to know what's going to work for you so that you can really be satisfied and, and have what you need. One of the things that you talk about, and we didn't talk about this yet, but I mentioned that there are pictures of you in the book, and, and for those of you uh, still trying to get a copy of the book, we have given a copy away already. Um, you, you know, there's so much, well, let me just say it differently. Every commercial that you find a certain time of the day, it's usually about hair color or makeup. You know how they position commercials, right? Right. So, you know, there's a certain time of day, you know, during American Idol, you're probably going to see cover girl or something, you know, something either to color your hair or to do something different to your eyes and so forth. I mean, it's up in our face. The question then becomes, how do we as women get to grow more beautifully in, in in a culture, in a society that doesn't necessarily honor you know, the aging, I mean, you know, gray hair seems to be in right now. And this is really kind of an interesting conversation. And, 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 and it is something that women wear really, really well. But that hasn't always been the case. Can you talk to that? Well, I think the, the, the idea is this is your chance to decide what is authentically you. Not what mm. you're told to do, not what you're told you should do. You know, you can always question uh, the who says. Who told you that that was beautiful when you don't really feel it? And the, the test that I, I apply to myself, if I don't enjoy it, it's not going to make me more beautiful. So that applies to exercise and to the beauty care that I have for myself. I, I only do the things that I enjoy because I know that's going to make me more beautiful. If I hate it, uh, then uh, what, what good is that going to do me? So I have... Uh, uh, path leading to the fact that I have uh, gray hair. My hair turned, started turning gray when I was 30. And the interesting thing is women come up to me all the time and say, I love your hair. Do you think I could do that? Because a part of them is just plain old tired of sitting in the chair <laughs> with the hair color. And I don't have anything against hair color. I think hair color is wonderful because it's color, it's fun, 
Um, and if you're someone that enjoys that, that treatment, the process, the pampering, great. But if a little voice inside of you has said, I am sick of this, I am tired of dealing with roots, or my hair has been, you know, gray since I was 20, but I've never allowed myself to have it, approach this, these, these voices inside of you just with curiosity. What, what are they trying to say? What can you honor in yourself? And there's just so many ways to be beautiful, and you get to choose which one is authentic to you. This is really where the process starts. I really love uh, having this conversation about this because we do get to take a look at um, what is right for us. And I love that you said, you know what, color can be fun. I actually find it to be fun. I don't really actually have a lot of gray in my natural color, but there's something about color that I really like. Yeah, I can't fun. even tell it's, you what that is. It's great. It is. It I don't have to know. It, it just is a very personal choice. All of these things are we're not supposed to be herded like cattle. We're supposed to decide what we like, <laughs> and it's become n- not that. I can tell you, even though I am pretty confident with my hair color, I have so many moments where I think, oh, my gosh, you know, do people think I forgot I, I forgot to get my bottle of hair dye? I mean, I have shyness around being different. I am just like I'm just a human being. Uh, as much as I've I have written about this, we all have this feeling when we when we go outside of the mold. What are people going to think of us? And uh, it's it's a challenge. I, you just go back to you know what is authentic, what's important to you, to your family, to your lifestyle to everything about the way you want to live and the way you want to be. And, and you know, I, I love hair color. I wouldn't say anything against it. It's just for me, my kind of hair, my kind of color, my kind of lifestyle, it's kind of fun having this, this uh, silver that uh, I, I just work it. I work it with my colors that I wear and my makeup. And, um, you know, the first half of my life I was a, a ravishing, dark-haired woman, and now I'm kind of light. I'm a little more like Marilyn Monroe, you know. And there you go. You're you're a little bit little bit peppy too. When we come back, we've got the ultimate question for all of you out there. Do you really love yourself? What's the answer to the question? What does your swimsuit look like? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. Hi, I'm Paul Bland. Did you know there is only one truly perfect food protein produced by nature? It can bring dramatic results to your health, your appearance, and overall performance. Introducing Action Way. No other protein supplement on the market has been able to achieve the incredible health benefits of Action Way while still achieving a taste that is better than a malt shop shake. Action Way for the way nature intended. Visit seaandearth.com. That's S-E-A and earth.com for more information. Is Egypt calling you? Are you dreaming of taking a spiritual pilgrimage to one of the most magical destinations on the planet? Being in Egypt immerses you in the realm of infinite possibilities. The veils are thinner, your connection to your full potential more accessible, and your heart opens more easily. Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, exploring the sacred temples in exclusive visits, and cruising down the Nile on a luxurious sailing yacht. If you're interested in travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman, author of The Temples of Light for a Spiritual and Healing Journey to Egypt this November. Call for more information, 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Lynette McKenzie is on a mission to raise the resonance of the listeners, inspire them to heal their wounds, and live their passion. 
Opening to Ecstasy, Live with Annette, radio for your body and soul, features renowned healers, teachers, and change agents who are leading the way in advanced thought in the areas of sex, spirit, finding your purpose, living your passion, and befriending your body. Opening to Ecstasy, Live with Lynette. Radio for your body and soul will enliven you, give you hope, expand your mind, and put the sparkle in your eyes. This talk radio show addresses serious issues while remaining lighthearted and fun. Lynette is masterful at combining humor and energy-raising techniques to give listeners an instant energetic boost and a heartfelt smile. If you're ready to open to ecstasy and expand your mind, tune in, tune on, and get live with Lynette. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, go to OpeningToEcstasy.com or OpenLiveNow.com. Hi, Katya here from Urban Wellness, your local herb shop, with your herbal tip of the week. Mushrooms. Worth paying attention to, traditional use as well as modern research has shown that many mushrooms can enhance immune health and boast an array of other useful properties. These include anti-cancer and anti-tumor effects. Add medicinally valuable mushrooms such as shiitake, maitake, and reishi to soups, rice, beans, and other foods, or take in liquid extract form or powdered in capsules. Thanks for tuning in to my Herbal Tip of the Week. Come see us at 103 Lake Street South in Kirkland, Washington, or online at urbanwellness.net. Welcome back, everyone. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show, go to our website, drpatlive.com. Sign up for the newsletter. We have lots going on there. And also, if you want to find out more about my very special guest today, Jennifer Robin, go to her website, growingmorebeautiful.com, growingmorebeautiful.com. Jennifer, it's been great having you here. Uh, And I know there's so much more that we can talk about, and we'll definitely have you back. Before the break, I kind of teased a little question, and I said, okay, here comes the ultimate test in how we really feel about ourselves. And a friend of mine said this to me uh, not too long ago, and she's a big woman, and she'll be on the beach in Hawaii in her bikini. And that is the level of confidence she has about herself and how she looks, and it doesn't really care much, you know, uh, about what other people think. But that's not the case for everyone. And, you know, and, and for me, I think about this a lot because when I go in the water, there are certain things I love to wear when I go in. And, you know, it's not the traditional bathing suit kind of thing. But, boy, we as women have been put to the test around this in terms of what kind of swimsuit we'll wear or whether we'll wear one at all. Is that about, I mean, what is that all about? Well, here's the freaky thing about this is what we're looking at are magazines and television shows with women in bathing suits. Well, you know, when you are at the beach in Hawaii or wherever you have the pool with your kids, there's no camera around. There's no this this idea that that, uh, someone is going to make fun of you for wearing the wrong suit or someone is going to think less of you because some flesh is showing. Uh, I think we need to dismiss that and realize that there's, the less that we judge ourselves, the less we judge others, the more we're able to show kindness towards ourselves, the more we show kindness to others, and we can change this sort of obsessive, horrible feeling where nobody feels good. No one feels good in their bathing suit. It is it is just sad. And there you are out in the, in the sun and in the summer and uh, enjoying yourself, but you're not enjoying yourself because you, 
you feel shame about your body. And, and shame is the real kicker. And that's when it comes back to, I want you to take a red lipstick and write on your mirror, who says, who says that your body is not beautiful as it is? And, and all those feelings that you have about your bathing, yourself in a bathing suit and that you feel in the fitting room, you know, I want you to take another look at those and, and see if there's a, a more a kinder way to speak to yourself about this. And, and believe it or not, it's just really, this is funny, really important when you're looking in the mirror to breathe, to not suck your stomach in so much that you can't breathe. Because when you can't breathe, you can't see. And when you can't see, you can't feel. And, and just know that there's, lot, there's nobody on that beach or by that pool that feels okay about themselves. And maybe you can reach out to them and help them feel a little better, too. Well, That's I, my know, this is, <laughs> yeah, well, this is part of what you do and the work that you do, and this is something you're, you're passionate about. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that I guess women get confronted with nowadays, and I was talking about hair color, but the reason that I'm so excited about it is because now we've moved into the world of organic hair color, you know, with, you know, being able to do things with our hair, with our makeup, that, that we've never been able to do. I mean, now we're coming into a whole way of natural products for people, organic. I mean, there's an entire company that we work with called Vapor Organics. All their products are organic. It's fabulous. Do you think this is an issue for women, or are we still at the infancy stage with this? In terms of uh, healthful products? Yeah. Well, it certainly gives, uh, like you said, if you're anxious about the chemicals that you're putting on your head, uh, it gives you an alternative. The one thing I do want to say about um, organic, it was makeup. I'm a makeup artist, and I have been for my entire career. I have my own line. It's very important that products have enough preservatives in them to uh, be safe. That's that's mm-hmm. my. Uh, but I, on, on the on the positive side, it's wonderful that anything that creates more options and invites more women into the fold where they can have fun and play and feel good, I think is is absolutely wonderful. Well, you know, there's an incident that I want to talk about. I want to talk about lipstick for a minute, if you don't mind. Yeah, and, you know, beauty uh, is something to be shared. Just keep that, sure. as, as, you know, keep that in mind. It's not something that you're supposed to have just for yourself. It's, you know, pass it on. So let's talk about this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was a show on television, and uh, and I actually think it was American Idol. And you know, the young woman had done an incredible song, but in the end, when they were judging her, clearly she had hit the microphone with, to her lips. Her red lipstick was all over her face, and that's one end of the extreme. The other mm-hmm. end of the extreme is you see um, ads that run for for lipstick that doesn't come off at all. And I think people are in the middle of, okay, wait a minute. If this lipstick is on for eight hours, how do I get it off? You know, how do people choose products now? And how do we know what color to choose? I mean, and not everybody can be out there with big, red, beautiful lips. Yeah, that's, you know, if you notice in my book, I, I talk about the fact that I'm really the lipstick diva. I love <laughs> lipstick. I love every aspect of the conversation about lipstick. I carry so many different lip colors. It's totally ridiculous because it's so essential to our femininity to have a color on our lips that feels really good, you know, that, that tastes good, feels good, smells good, but looks does that thing, that magic thing that makes your skin glow and your eyes light up and isn't too much and isn't too little. And it's amazing how much this little tiny bit of real estate, 
uh, your lips on your face matter to women. It is it is huge. So it's good that you brought that up right after bathing suits because it's uh, those things are are very much related. I I will work with somebody for a long time to get them a color that they feel truly comfortable with. And there's your key. You want to feel like you love it. You should love everything about your lipstick because then you'll wear it. And lipstick is is even if you're a very natural looking person. As you get older, you need a little definition around your mouth to make your features stay visible. Lipstick is is, is lovely and wonderful, and and uh, uh, if you don't know what that is, seek out someone that can show you. That's that's what I do. I, I help people pick a lipstick. Sometimes it's as simple as that, and and that's the thing that leads you towards feeling more beautiful about yourself. Well, one of the things I wanted to also ask you about, really, in this short time that we have left, first of all, let me thank you, Jennifer, for joining us here today. Um, we haven't even uh, touched on some of the things I wanted to chat about, but, well, we have a few minutes left. Are there any don'ts? Do we have a absolutely you must do this and absolutely don't do this? Of course, I'd say never don't wear shoes that are uncomfortable, don't buy clothes that bind. Uh, that, those are my big don'ts is comfort. Uh, don't let somebody talk you into something that doesn't feel good for you. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of fear as women get older that they're going to be made fun of. Um, I don't believe that that's true. I think better to to step out a little bit, take a few chances, than, than you know, be afraid. And uh, I would say don't be a wallflower. Don't hang back. Don't let somebody tell you that you can't wear something, uh, whether it's a short skirt or a fitted sweater, uh, I'd say don't worry about it. That's what I love. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Jennifer, for joining us here today. Jennifer Robin, the author of Growing More Beautiful, An Artful Approach to Personal Style. Do you have a personal message for people today? Just uh, growing more beautiful is a natural part of life, and I guess my last message is, you know, Find out what kind of art materials you enjoy. They'll make you more beautiful, engaging in creativity. So put down uh, the Botox and pick up a paintbrush. I love that. Put down the Botox. Boy, that has been an industry that is shot through the roof. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you for joining us. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us uh, tuning us in and turning us on. Uh, we love, love having you. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show, go to drpatlive.com. The other thing I want to encourage you to do is please sign up for our newsletter. You can do that at drpatlive.com or transformationtalkradio.com. And the reason I'm encouraging all of you to do that is because we're going to have some very special things going on for the folks that are part of our newsletter distribution. And so if you haven't done so already, please make sure you do. Uh, if you want to find out more about how to uh, look beautiful, growingmorebeautiful.com is the website, uh, an artful approach to personal style. And it's by my very special guest from today, Jennifer Robbins. So everybody out there, there's going to be something here for everyone. Thank you, Mr. Benny, for a fabulous show. You're welcome, Pat, very much. And thank uh, all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Mm-hmm.